At General Mills, our table is your table, and we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. Get fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. We change our minds every day. About a million things a day. This is no different. You can't be afraid to be wrong. You can't be afraid to say, you know what? I'm just going to rethink this thing. People are not dying getting the vaccine. Um, I, I better rethink this thing. I'm going to go call my doctor and, and have a discussion one more time. It is okay to change your mind. Financial freedom, it's within everyone's reach. And this key shows you how to build prosperity and generational wealth for your family on Becoming the Bank. Hey, it's me again, Anissa Keys with Becoming the Bank. If you're tuning in for the very first time this week, this is a podcast that shares biblical principles and practices that have helped me to become a generational wealth builder. This is not a how-to podcast, but a becoming podcast. How to become a wealth builder. How to become someone who is financially free. Now, wealth building is a challenge. You can't expect to get there overnight, but I found the only way to do it successfully and effectively is by learning biblical principles and practices that have helped me to become. The word has helped me to change how I look at, deal with, and manage my finances. And I have become a bank, a financial resource to my family, my sphere of influence, and my community. We finished an eight-week series on sowing and reaping. So please go back and check those out, right? They have so much wisdom from the word about how to build wealth through the concept of sowing, planting, and then harvesting, reaping, right? Last week, we moved into a four-week series called The Mindset of a Wealth Builder. Mindset of a Wealth Builder. Did y'all know that wealth builders think differently? They have different kind of perspectives. They they uh uh f- you know function differently than the average person. So you need a certain mindset, right? We talked about seeing God different. We talked about that last week. This week we're talking about how to see yourself different. Okay, I just love Psalms one thirty nine. I mean the entire Psalm. Like I love it all from the beginning to the end. There's not a lot of Psalms that I kind of really adore like that, but this one I just love. It's powerful. I mean, it really helped me to understand how God sees me. Please go back and read the entire thing. Um, I'm just going to give a short synopsis. Right, it really tells you who you are. It talks about how God has searched for you and how well he knows you, right? It talks about how he's touched you and how you can't get away from him. That's how much he desires to be connected to you. I mean, it really makes you feel loved and cared for. It talked even about how you are covered by him, even in your mother's womb, right? Literally having covering even before you were born right? And how you were fearfully and wonderfully made, right? Made in his image, fearfully and wonderfully made. 
I'm going to need you to change your mindset on how you see yourself, right? I need you to understand how you see yourself, right? And the only way to understand that is first to understand how God sees you. Because if you can understand how God sees you, your creator, your father, your friend, right, then you can really begin to believe how you are seen and then how you should be seen by yourself. Right. And so in order for you to understand how you see yourself, you really have to understand how God sees you. Okay, listen how this is playing out for me right now. Wealth building is so closely tied to how you see yourself. I don't think people even realize it. Many times we are building relationships. Right. We're acquiring and we're doing things based on who we think that we are. Like we go and we connect with people because of who we think that we are. And you can always know who people think that they are by who they connect with, by the things that they're doing. Right. So if you see somebody hanging out with like no good characters, it's typically a reflection on who they think that they are. If you see people hanging out with people of prestige or people who are wise. Right. It's, again, a reflection of who they think that they are. So we ourselves see ourselves right in a certain perspective, right? And in order to really understand who we are and our greatness and our fullness, we have to understand who God is, right? So if we see ourselves as something, we tend to be able to do something. If we see ourselves as nothing, we tend to produce nothing. A wealth builder has to see God different, but they also have to see themselves different. We talked last week about how to see God different. Okay. If you need support with that, right, go back and listen to that. That was really good. How do you see God different? But then also what's just as important is how do you see yourself different? Again, this is literally impacting my life. This whole series, right? God was really giving me revelation around this, like as current content, right? That this is something that I'm dealing with right now, seeing God differently, seeing myself differently, seeing money differently, seeing abundance over over lack. Like this is something that resonates with me. God has always created me and positioned me to be someone who loves to learn. I mean, I read y'all like regularly and I read everything, books on leadership. I always read biblical books, right? I'm always reading outside of the Bible, right? Um, Biblical books on on principles and different practices. I'm always reading about business. I'm always reading about wealth management. Like I love, like I read probably about, probably I would say about five to six books a month. Um, So I, I go through books pretty quickly, right? That is a part of who I am. And I've always questioned why God has me reading certain books. And I've always questioned why God has placed me around certain individuals. And I'm always questioning why God is exposing me to particular environments. Recently, I began to see myself as desiring to be something different than who I was, right? Somehow I got flagged probably by the enemy, right? To like really questioning like, am I enough, right? Instead of not becoming who God wanted me to be, I felt like I wanted to become something different. And I was feeling really inadequate about who God has created me to be. Right. I was around other people who had personalities that I literally coveted. Like I wanted to have like their demeanor, their their position, their their um, their proposition, like the way that they conducted themselves and moved. Like I was coveting that. Like I wanted to be like that. Right. And then I had these ideas about the way that they moved that it felt like it was cooler or it was doper, right? Like literally I was like, man, look at how they act. Look at how confident they are. Look at how they move. You know, literally I was sitting up longing to be like other people, right? I started to think that I was not enough 
which meant that I partially was thinking that God had made a mistake. Right. That that what he had equipped me with and who he had made me to be was somehow, you know, inadequate. I first chalked it off to like, well, maybe this just means I need some self-improvement. Maybe I just need to do better. Right. Like, I'm just not confident. So what do you do when you're not confident? You just you know, you you kind of just start making yourself better. But it was soon obvious that it wasn't just that I needed some self-improvement. I needed to shift my mindset. I was literally feeling less than. I was trying to function outside of my lane. I was trying to be something that I really was not. Eventually, what set in, what gives birth to sin, right, is I began to become convinced that I needed to be something different to get what God had for me. I started to think, well, I'm, ne- I'm never going to be this if I don't brand a certain way, right? I'm never going to be this if I'm not communicating with people a certain way, if I'm not in certain circles, if I'm not brushing shoulders with certain people. Like I begin to like literally have this in my mind of like, I needed to do more in order to get where God had wanted me to be. This is different than becoming, right? Becoming is about pleasing God. It's becoming more aligned with who God has called you to be. Right. This is more so a feeling of like wanting to please the world or fit in or be accepted or right or or satisfy the world or or another man. Okay, this was different than becoming. This really got magnified for me as I moved into a journey of branding and marketing and sharing my story around my family, my business, my healing journey, wealth building. I looked at how others were doing it and I began to question how I was doing it wrong and inadequate or that it was bad. God gave me revelation that I've placed everything in you that you need to do what I've called you to do. This was huge. Listen, he told me, I've placed everything in you that you need to do what I've called you to do. It's already present. There's nothing missing. That was so powerful for me, right? Because the skill set that I had, the, the abilities that I had, I had sort of lost sight of those. I had lost sight of who God had created me to be, right? Trying to run in somebody else's lane. And thinking that I needed to do that to get where God had called me to be, not trusting because I wasn't really seeing who God saw in me. I needed to see that I was fearfully and wonderfully made. I needed to know that God had already knew everything about me, right? The good and the bad, the holes and in the, the, the lacks and all of the skill sets. And that yet, because of all of that, and in spite of all of that, he still called me that he trusted me, right? He trusted me with items or he trusted me with influence or he trusted me with accolades or or leadership or or, um, positioning, right? And that he had already given me everything to be successful, what he had called me to do. This is so powerful because if I don't see myself right, right? Then I will be convinced that the world and the way that they see me is accurate. And I probably will be convinced that I'm not enough. Got to see yourself the way God sees you. Here's what I've learned so far. And again, I haven't reached a point where like, you know, that I'm like, you know what? I got this all narrowed down because this is something that's really relevant to myself right now. This is something I'm walking through right now. Three things that you need to become in order to see yourself right. You have to become someone that searches for the truth. Okay. In the word, it says, search the word right? We search 
the word of God to see how God sees you, right? It talks about, excuse me, it talked about how God searched for us, right? But our job is really to search the word for how God sees us. If we look in the world, if we search anywhere else, even in ourselves internally, right? Remember, we're flawed human beings, right? We're in these human bodies and constantly humanity, our human parts are at conflict with our spiritual parts, right? So really the only place we can find truth is in God. The only place that we can really find truth is in the word, right? Everything else is a lie, right? The world cannot reflect back to you how amazing you are. As a matter of fact, the world will likely only convince you of non-truths and have you confused. You have to search and look for yourself. You have to be someone that searches for the truth, okay? That's number one. Number two, you have to become someone that does not hide from God, right? You make yourself known before God. It is common, especially when we have shameful parts of ourselves, especially when we have parts of ourselves that we want to shift or change, that we hide them from God. And some people believe that God can't fix what you don't, you know, expose, right? I don't know about that. But I do believe, right, that our awareness and our openness allows God to see what's there so that we can embrace it and then we can really face it. Then I believe that God then can do the work on us to shift and change whatever he needs to shift and change in us. As a matter of fact, I believe he used as an opportunity to also affirm who we are, to affirm that, like, I place that lack in you. I, you know, I placed it you to fall short in that area because there's other spaces that I need you in. I wanted you to fail in that area because that's not where you're gifted at. That's not what I've called you to do. So I think when we hide parts of ourselves from God, what we don't allow ourselves, number one, to be affirmed in who we really are. But the also thing is we don't allow God to sort of embrace and really address what is there that we maybe need to, to get loved on, right? Or supported with. And so number two would be don't, hide from God, right? Become someone who does not hide from God. Three, last one, become someone that requests that God search your heart. Okay. Listen, first I say you search for the truth, but also ask God to search your heart. In the end of this scripture, in the end of one third Psalms 139, David is talking to God and he says, God, search my heart, right? I didn't realize that sometimes I have desires to please man. Sometimes I got desires to please myself too. Like I like to look good, right? I like to feel good. I like my ego stroke, right? I like to, I like to maybe show off a little bit. All of that is of the enemy, <laughs> right? That's all, that's all the human fleshly part of me, right? And so, and so oftentimes we are moving and we ignore who God has called us to be, right? Because we are trying to appease and please other people that is not God. And so it takes God searching our heart and revealing to us, okay, you know what? You need to, you need to fix that. Um, you need to rectify that. Sometimes we don't even realize that there's a lack that we have in our confidence and our self-esteem and that maybe we're doing things out of that lack and God has to expose that, right? So I didn't realize that I want to fit in. I want to be cool. I don't think I've ever been cool, y'all. Like, I just, I feel like I've always been uh, like on the outside of the cool crowd of the, of the people that fit in. Right. And I know that God says that, right. We're the, you know, we're the head, not the tail. And he says, I set you apart. Right. And that, and that you're royalty and right. He's given us all, all kinds of authority on earth. Right. However, there's a part of me that wants to belong and wants to be accepted. And so I have to then yield my will to God and say, God, search my heart. And whatever part that doesn't align with you, 
whatever part that is not of you, right, that doesn't want to please you, can you remove that? Get rid of that, right? And then he can address those lacks, those pieces that I yearn and desire something outside of him. Those lacks and those desires, they weaken you, right? They take you far from him, take you far away from the church. And they give the enemy an opportunity to play in your mind about who God has created you to be. Listen, we're on this series, The Mindset of a Wealth Builder. We'll be on this series for four whole weeks. I'm excited to help you shift your mindset so you can see God different. You can see yourself different. You can see money different and you can see abundance over lack. I pray that God has has allowed you to hear something today to bless you. I hope that you take on some of these principles and practices to become a generational wealth builder. My hope is that you become a blessing and a resource to your family, your sphere of influence, and your community. This is Becoming the Bank with Anissa Keys. I'll see you next time. Check back next week for more of Anissa's Kingdom Principles to Live a Prosperous Life. To find previous episodes of Becoming the Bank, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. At Hy-Vee, we take pride of being part of the communities we serve. In 2021, we donated more than 14 million meals, and this year, we're committed to doing even more. For over 90 years, we've been the place that people turn in time of need, and we take that very seriously. That's why we're loading our semis full of food this week and making deliveries across the Midwest to help families this Easter. To join our effort, simply donate when you're at the checkout. Together, we can make a big difference for those in need. Children's Minnesota, the leader in specialized health care for kids, is here to raise awareness, standards, the bar, the stakes, the question, the curtain. On raising kids' health to the highest priority, Kids need equal access to health care, more pediatric expertise, a voice for change. Kids need us, all of us. So let's raise them up. Children's Minnesota, the kid experts. For millions of Americans, the pandemic impacted our financial situations, and a lot of people lost their jobs. But that should not mean you have to lose your house if you can't pay for your mortgage. Listen, no need to feel ashamed if you missed a payment or two or three, because there's a local organization that's willing to help you get caught up on those payments so you can keep your home. Let me tell you about the Minnesota Home Ownership Center. It's a nonprofit whose sole purpose is to prevent you from going into foreclosure. The Minnesota Home Ownership Center has a network of organizations around the state to review everything with you, explain your options, and then advocate for you to get the help you need. And get this, they won't charge you because it's all free. Check out hocmn.org or give them a call at 651-410-1086 to set up an appointment. You worked hard to get into that house. Let Minnesota Home Ownership Center help you stay in it. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment for my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. You started your business with big dreams and big ideas. 
but achieving your goals is a matter of doing the little things right. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to help you navigate all the details, questions, and challenges you encounter on your way to growth and success. Because right now, relationships matter more than ever, and understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Put mindfulness in your tool belt. Mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment. Be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself. Observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening. We reduce our stress, anxiety, and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being. Hennepin Healthcare is hosting a People of Color Career Fair to showcase available positions and exciting career paths in healthcare. On Saturday, July 16th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., attendees can get help with their resumes, interview skills, and learn about important healthcare roles from medical assistant to pharmacy tech and scheduling roles and more. If you're looking for a change in one-a-day career in healthcare, attend the People of Color Healthcare Career Fair on July 16th at Hennepin Healthcare's Clinic and Specialty Center. All are welcome. For more information, registration, and a full list of positions, hennepinhealthcare.org slash POC careers. That's hennepinhealthcare.org slash POC careers. 